This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. We are back with another episode of Hashtag Thanks for the Podcast. You know, it's been a while. Um, we partly apologize, but on the flip side, sometimes you just need self-care. And obviously, we, Ryan and myself, did that last weekend. I was in the Bay Area visiting my girl's parents, had a great weekend in the Bay Area. Ryan got to tell his story of being in Florida and some jet skis and and what happened there. So we did take a, a break, but we are back. Um, not a whole bunch to talk about, obviously, because it's right in the middle of the summer. Um, there are some Saints things we, we will hit up, though, that we missed. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the – just kind of what's the happenings around the NFL. But before we talk about anything, like we we got we gotta fucking start with the the hellhole and shithole that our country is currently in right now. And we we try not to get nah, to, no, we do get close on this podcast front, <laughs> like they like we don't. Um but last Friday officially Roe versus Wade was overturned um, in the Supreme Court. Like I woke up Friday, checked my phone, saw like just went through a couple of tweets where I just put my phone back down. It was just, and luckily for you, you didn't have a phone, but like the epitome of doom scrolling. That's that's all this past weekend was, and it was all the tweets that came out after it completely justified and it's just one of those things that like i wish i could say like as a black man living in this country like i'm surprised but i'm not if that makes any sense but but part of me is surprised that it is 2022 and it feels like we we went back in time 30 40 years um longer with roe versus wade being overturned uh and it, it, shit's bad, bro. Like, shit's bad. Like, gas is high. The country is a mess, bro. Like, and I'm like, I get it, right? Like, we don't like using football or sports in general as an escape because it's not. But fuck, shit, can I have something right now? Mm. God damn. I would take preseason football right now, boy. Oh my God! It's so. I just want to just 
quickly just talk about, get your thoughts on it. Just the just the state of our per, the state of affairs Ooh, our boy, country is in right now. That's a whole podcast right there. I know, I know it is. <laughs> you know me, man. Like, uh, I just I just feel like I was just talking to one of our, I'm not gonna put his name up, but I was just talking about on in DMs just about everything and like. I asked him, like, doesn't it feel like the country hit it off a cliff? And I don't, I don't know if that's just me, like... Not just you, bro. It's not just it, you. It just feels like it, bro. I know, like, I'm not the, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way, but I also know that I'm not... This is, people have felt this in the past at some point, you know what I'm saying? People felt this when Bush got elected. People felt this man, when, this, you know, Trump got this, elected. But, man, I'm just looking at everything. different, bro. And I, I'm not somebody that like sit and watch like 24-hour news all day and stuff like that, but I just read and it's just like everything is going bad, man. And the things that used to kind of hold people together, even that's breaking down. Like, I mean, you had families separate over COVID, you know, like vaccine, no vaccine, mask, no mask, stuff like that. Um, you know, families separate over Trump and uh, Trumpism and who to vote for and you know yeah Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Now you know you're starting to see, you know, the right kind of stumping their foot in the ground and kind of you know making that comeback. You know, what I'm saying kind of like a 1980, but they kind of making that comeback and it's just like. It's just interesting. It's interesting to me, just like from a political standpoint, just because I like to, I love history and I just love to see how things play out. History kind of repeats itself or whatever. Or some people say history rhymes. Like, so I just, I, I, I'm just trying to see where this thing goes. But damn, I, I look at it, I'm like, man, the United States can look completely different in five years. Like, think about it. Like, in five years, I feel like this country could look, the country could not be a country. In five years, and that's—I don't think that's crazy to say. I think it could be completely different, you know. And you know, people could write that off and be like, "Ah, oh, you know, you just being hyperbolic or whatever." And maybe I am. I'm just—I'm just saying, like, just the way it feels right now, it wouldn't completely shock me if, like, this is like some of the beginning stages of a completely changing America. You know, what I'm America, saying? man. Because there's some things. Some things are just unattainable, man. Like you can't. You got people out there, like with Roe v. Wade, you know, I think a lot of people, I think most of your average people have kind of nuanced opinions about abortion or whatever. Yes. Just pretty nuanced, you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody just fits into one pro-choice and pro-life, you know, architecture, but you have, like, people that literally feel like you're murdering a baby. Literally feel like you're murdering a baby. And you have another side that feels like it's a clump of cells. I don't see how those two people just come together and shake hands and agree to disagree. Like I just don't just, see. just start saying kumbaya, bro. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that issue. Not to mention all the stuff, the racial stuff that we got going on, um, and, economic stuff. Like, like j- just to put it in a football analogy. If you have someone that's pro-life or someone that's pro-choice and they just decide to just hug it out and just, you know, just get on the same page, that's like, that's like Baker Mayfield and the Browns just making up, bro. It's not going <laughs> to happen, man. Like, go ahead, man. Not go back. 
<laughs> you know, it's like Sean Payton and Goodell just be like, oh, my dog right there. Come here, buddy. Just put her <laughs> I guess and the the and I just I read I didn't I, I didn't read, I glanced. But the most alarming thing from the opinion that Uncle Tom Clarence Thomas put out spoke of mm. well we should look at you know we should look at same sex marriages we I should look it. at like that was put in a opinion of the Supreme Court which I mean to be fair in the past the Supreme Court also in the past was also super fucking racist you know what I'm saying so oh, yeah. oh, it's just oh, like history, history just repeating itself and it's just like America's just hustling backwards. It's just the best way I can describe it. And you, have you ever felt like, like, man, like, I, I'm not even proud to be an American anymore, bro. Like, <laughs> I know we, I, honestly, I know we, I just tried not to, I don't even look at it like that. Right, I, like, I get it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I'm like in a foreign country, I'm like, yeah, I'm American. But like, other than that, bro, it's like, I'm a Louisiana. <laughs> Man, it's crazy though. But you know, like you talked about Clarence Thomas' opinion, and um, it's something I've been thinking about for a while. I talked to, I remember talking to who that homo about it, Eric, and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't think it's realistic, but I really do believe you're going to see a balkanization of the United States, meaning I think you're going to start seeing states start to reassert themselves and mm-hmm. separate. And pretty much like, even if you disagree with what the Supreme Court is doing, what they're doing is they're kicking a lot of things back down to the, to state. the state. Yep. So states really can't reassert themselves and, you know, have have all the power they want to implement the changes they want, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to abortion. Um, if it comes to that with gay marriage, you know, I would think most states would put some kind of gay marriage, allow gay marriage in their own constitutions. We know what states want. Like, we already know. I live in one of them. Like, I know. <laughs> we know what states won't put that in the constitution. And that's sad. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, it looks like it's coming to that, man. And it's like, you know, it's like 1960, 1861 all over again, man. Like, like but will, will it come to like a civil war or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Because Americans, we so damn comfortable. We're not trying to go to war. Like, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> no, bro. Like, I mean, just to put it, put this in an example. So I did this, I did this uh, marketing thing for this movie. My my daughter's been signed up for it for for years. That she goes, she watches like animated movies, whatever, whatever. And she, you know, and it's and it's um it's marketing. It's like a test screening, and she gets she gets paid, and she's been doing this for, for years. My ex wife mm-hmm. signed her up for years, whatever extra extra coin in her pocket. And so I did it two two weekends ago, and they split up the kids. Adults were in one one quote unquote theater. The kids were in the other theater. We watched this movie, um, and this lady behind me sitting right behind me. There was a person in the marketing team was going around asking people what they thought of the movie. And this lady gets asked behind me and she goes, oh, are, are you new? 
Uh, I've been coming here for 15 years. I, I've never been outside before. <laughs> and the lady was like, no, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, just checking to see, like, what your thoughts of the movie, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I, I, I don't like being put on the spot. I just want to answer my survey and, and do and, and just finish it. And I was there like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're getting paid $170. This is paid money that you sat down for for an hour and a half. <laughs> and someone's asking you a question, and it's not in the same realm of what you were used to, and you're getting attitude? Nah, man. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking country in a civil war? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> But also that goes to that just speaks to like the individualistic mindset that we had, like that's kind of like driven our country to like the fucking dump. Like everyone like is so individualistic and it's just like, like that's like, do you know how conceited you sound that you're getting Mm -hmm. that much money, you know, for whatever to just watch a movie? Could you imagine like, $170 $170 in a third world country, $20 in a third world country, $50. Unbelievable. But, and, you know, that underscores another point with the economy. You know, right now, the economy is still fine. You know what I'm saying? Things still good. Yes, shit's expensive, but most people are working. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't go bad yet, but if shit go bad, like, you start seeing 10, 15% unemployment and Historic inflation, Ooh. that's when it started looking like zombies coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when shit get bad. And you got, you know, women forced to have, you know, you know, unable to, you know, execute, execute the rights they want to the pregnancies. And you have all this other strife in the, the political arena. Oh, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> We just, we just try to do it. We just try to live into a that's podcast, bro. Like, I tweeted earlier. Like, y'all remember 2015? <laughs> like, it was probably terrible, but just compared to just like, it just was sane. It was like terrible, but sane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Rough, man. I'll say this to all our listeners of the person who's been doing this a lot lately. Man, live this shit up while you fucking can. Please, please live this shit up with the combination of losing a parent at a relatively young age. Um, you know, my mom was 53. I was 33 when she, yeah, I was 33 when she passed. And then the, the shit that the country's in, like, just live, live life, whatever it is. If it's if it's material things and material things fucking bring you joy on this physical fucking planet, fuck and you can afford it, do you just live it up, please? Live it up, Take, I was I was riding on a boat in Dustin in Dustin, Florida this past weekend, bro. And you couldn't tell me shit, man. I just felt good. The breeze was blowing. I was like, man, had my drink, you know. Got, you got to tell the other part of the story, bro. We can't, we can't leave the listeners. Well, jet, the jet skis. You got to tell it, bro. got to tell it. Me and my wife, we on the jet ski. She on my back. We riding. We rode the whole bay. Riding through the Gulf of Mexico. Just chilling. Enjoying ourselves. Man, you was in the Gulf of Mexico? Well, we got up close to the Gulf of Mexico. Okay, okay. 
Because the old boy told us, like, look, you can go out there if you want. Like, that's on y'all, like you know. What I'm saying? Think I was like, you was in the golf club. Like that's on y'all, y'all about this. So we didn't go in the golf club. But, you know, okay. But uh, you know, finally we got out, got done bringing a uh, jet ski back, and he's like trying to direct me up the dock, and I'm like, okay. So I hit the gas, and I'm off the mark a little bit. I gotta hit that little set groove. I'm thinking about to hit the reverse to slow down. I hit the gas. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Capsized the whole fucking jet ski, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> Me and my wife were flying off of it, bro. She hollering about her shoe floating away. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bree. Happy belated. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was so embarrassing, man. And then we got to, you know, you got to go through the. But they'll tell you the, the embarrassing part of trying to get back on the jet ski in the water. Oh, and I mean, no. y'all know me, I'm, I'm a big dude, bro. It's, it's, it's a struggle, bro. Oh, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. And then when I get back, I finally get out, and uh, the dude, white dude, that, you know, that's handling all the shit, he's like, bro, your pants bust wide open, bro. My trunks just bust wide open from the back to the front, bro. <laughs> I was like, man, just give me. I wanted to run out of there, man. Get me out of here. Oh, shit. Uh, um, glad you're okay. Um, in doing so, your, your phone got you know, got wet and you were off the map for a couple of days, probably for the best, honestly. Yeah. Um, So one thing I want to say, so just for our listeners, um, if you are a Patreon member and you're at the $10 level, um, I've been working diligently to try to get getting the coffee mugs out. Um, We have, I think I have close to about 28 to still get out um but you know basically as soon just so people know as soon as you know we get the monthly patreon that you know takes some time but once it finally comes to us i'm immediately taking some of those you know taking those funds um and then ordering as many of the mugs that i can the only thing that's so and so any people who don't know what i'm talking about if you're if you would like a hashtag same sort of coffee mug. Um, all you have to do is become a, a Patreon at the $10 level and everyone at the $10 level and higher is getting either a coffee mug. If you're at the $20 level, you can get a tumbler. Um, in regards, so we've gotten, I'm about to pull it up right now. I've gotten a good number of mugs out. And so what we're asking for is for people who have received their mugs, please, 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 um, Put that on social media, put it on Twitter, uh, put it on Instagram, at us, hashtags, everything, because um, we're trying to get all these out. So there's been, yeah, we're up in the 15, 16 mugs have been delivered. Um, so we're getting them all out. Hope they, for sure, by before the start of the season, they'll be, you know, we'll, they'll be done unless we continue to get more, more members. So we're just asking that you guys put it on social media if you haven't already. Um, but it's, it's, it's been fun seeing seeing our, our listeners get the mugs and enjoying them. It's a great mug. It's great quality. Uh, so for any, for anyone who's joining us in New Orleans around 
um, October, around Halloween time. Hopefully there's a country by then. Um, the food for the VIP Patreon get together paid for. Um, we'll be catering Blue Oak Barbecue. Uh, it's going to be tons and tons of fun. So again, please don't think that if you um, contribute that those funds are just being blown or whatever. They're not. We're, we are 100% using them. Um, only the last two things or one, one thing I need to still do is uh, we need to purchase the Seahawks tickets, the two, the two tickets to the Seahawks game that we're going to raffle away for our Patreons as well. So a lot, a lot of things that we're doing for our listeners as, I mean, the season's going to be here really fucking soon. Like we're, we're already in June, bro. Like half the year's already gone, which is wild. Wow. Wow. Um, anything you wanted to add in regards to Patreons or anything like that? No, man, like like you said, just you know, post those pictures. I love them. Um, you know, uh, come this season, it's gonna be like we're doing some shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like we got the beat up coming for you know uh the end of October. Um, we got the live streams we're gonna do preseason, I do some regular season games, like we're gonna have some stuff shaking, man. Like, like come a part of that picture on, like you're gonna get the goods, you got the Discord, like we it's kind of it's kind of quiet, you know. Saints have been quiet, but man, come when the seed training camp start, that Discord is going to be life, you know, because you know Twitter can get a kind of annoying at times. So Discord is kind of your little safe space to really talk some Saints football and get your feelings out without having to deal with you know the Twitter reactions and all that stuff. Man, I mean, man, this this I, I will say this this past weekend I couldn't handle Twitter, man. I, I had to. Mm-hmm. I just had to had to just get off get off for a bit. It was good to kind of go to the Discord and just yeah. be like, oh, you know what I mean? You know, and, and it's not just about saints. We got bro, no. talking about movies, TV, gaming, wrestling, whatever. Just come in there and just like talk about whatever you want, man. Like it's just really like becoming a community. So you know, you, if you become a uh, patron at one dollar, it doesn't matter whatever the amount, you're a part of the Discord. Um, so while you were out of commission phone wise, let's get, let's get into some Saints things. So let's start off with some good news. Um, it had been reported that DeMario Davis had wanted, um, you know, wanted some more money. He saw Mm -hmm. the line, the linebacker market had, had become when he had recently signed, signed an extension. Like, what was it? I, I remember it was announced during, like, week one. Like a week, like a week one game. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, Murray Davis signed an extension. Like, it, was oh. against, it was against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Might have been 2020? Probably 2020. Who's like, yeah. I want to yeah, say it was 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was 2020. Yeah, yeah. So it was 2020. Um, so at the time when he signed that contract, good deal. And then linebackers started getting paid. And so the Saints um, – Signed him to a one-year contract extension, extending him to 2024. Um, he can make upwards of $14 million, uh, which consists in $10 million base salary, a $2 million roster bonus, and $2 million in incentives. Um, it drops his 2023 base salary, um, and he gets a new workout bonus in 2003, oh, excuse me, 2003, ah, 2023. We could say a lot of things about the Saints, 
um, in, in, in some ways, but having DeMario happy, his contract session re- resolved, you don't have to worry about it anymore. He's the heartbeat of the defense. Um, oh, he, it, it's, it's, sometimes it's crazy that he plays for the Saints of how good he's been for them. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Considering like who he was as a player before he came to the state, like he was right. a, a decent, okay linebacker, right? No, he like literally started to become good with that you know that season he had with the Jets prior to coming to the Saints. Yes, yep, that was the one. Yep, and the Saints just struck gold, man. I don't know how they do it sometimes, but they struck gold. And, like, he's been of absolute value, even with this extension, man. He's, it's still a great value. Yes, he's older, but he doesn't have a lot of, you know, trade on the times. You know, he, he um, he's just just a great value, man. Like, I, I mean, honestly, like, maybe I'm trying to think, like, greatest free agency signings by the Saints. Obviously, Drew Brees, number one. But number two, man, maybe – Behind Jabari Greer, I don't know. Like he's, bro, like he has been crucial to the, you know, the rebirth of the Saints defense. Like he's it's, been it's, a crucial part of that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, he, you know, he went from you know having a decent year, like you said, the last year when he was with the Jets, and then they signed, and then they signed him, and he's been like a top five echelon linebacker, and at at, at points. In some seasons, he's been like the best off-ball linebacker in football. In football, at linebacker, the Saints, like the Saints, like that. Do you know what we've been through at linebacker, bro? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Curtis Lofton, oh. uh, David Hawthorne, David Hawthorne, <laughs> LRB. Oh yeah, LB was good though when, when, when he was healthy. Uh, when he was healthy, yeah. you know, Stefan Anthony. Uh, uh, who who was the uh, Jalen Dunbar? Hey, I mean, that, that's how bad it was. We were like, yeah, Jalen Dunbar. He gonna <laughs> bro, we was hype over Jalen Dunbar. <laughs> yeah, Ramon Humber. <laughs> oh. Humber gonna start this shit. So, Scott so, Shelley. Oh, man. A.J. Klein. A.J. Klein was, was okay. A.J. Okay. <laughs> Klein was fine, man. But it, <laughs> that's just how bad we were. Like, A.J. Klein yes. came in and he just he did his job. It was like, oh, man, A.J. Klein a beast. <laughs> um, and then the the other other Saints thing, but while we, well, before we go, while we're still on linebackers, still, still don't know – Still don't know why um, Quan Alexander's not back. Like, I, I don't get it. Maybe they just just not going to revisit that, whatever. Um, anyhow, let's switch gears. So the whole thing regarding the AK suspension thing, it, it comes out, like, it was, it was weirdly, rep- like, I don't, I don't know. Mike Florio kind of reported that you know, the six-game suspension, like the Saints are like, you know, in, like bracing for impact for the six-game um, suspension that AK may get, um, which isn't surprising to obviously to any of us. But it's just one of those things. It's like, so they're going to suspend him before 
we find out what's going on criminally. And this is where the NFL gets themselves in trouble. Like they just, they don't, there's no set rhyme or reason in terms of like when they suspend players. Cause sometimes they wait till the investigation is done. Other times they don't. Um, and then AK like fired back at Florio on Twitter, asking him when it's God coming back to, you know, coming back to earth since he knows everything essentially. Um, I will say this. I, I believe that the team is embracing for a suspension of Alvin, of Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Don't know when it's going to come. I was initially thinking that it, it may not even come this season. It may have been something that came, you know, next season, you know, until his criminal situation got resolved. Um, but it seems like with this report, it may happen sooner rather than later. My my takeaway from this is twofold. One, I like I don't I'm not I'm not gonna say that the Saints didn't have a plan um for his replacement, but whatever their plan is, it hasn't worked. Cause if AK gets suspended right now, the starting running backs is Mark Ingram and like Abram Smith and Tony Jones Jr. <laughs> That's gross bro like that is like it's one of those things where i feel like it's like okay we got jarvis landry we got chris olave maybe 70 percent of mike thomas it opens up everything for ak and it but then it's like oh shit now our running backs are complete like shit now um so what my second question so that that's my take on my question to you is what these dudes gonna do at running back they gotta do something. So I still want to know, man. Like I can't, I still can't believe that running back is finished. Like even if you think AK is not suspended, like you got to add somebody. You got to add somebody. You know whether that's right now during the off season or you know during training camp. In the training camp, when players get cut, you got to add somebody. Um, it's it's like it's not good, man. Like. AK is so crucial. I mean, people look at them five games, their five-game losing streak bad last year, and, you know, they kind of blame it on Trevor Simeon, which, you know, it's understandable, but AK didn't play those games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just wasn't a coincidence that the five games he was out, those are the five games we lost straight up. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So uh, I wish there was, like, a plea deal with, like, the NFL, like, because – if I'm like if I'm AK and the Saints, I want to just get it out of the way. Like if it's the first six games, do it now. Like just bite the bullet, give me the six games, get it out of the way. It's gonna suck, but at least you're able to plan for it and prepare for it. But my fear is that it's just one of those things that just pops up, you know, fucking week 13 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, Ugh, like right right in the middle of like a playoff push, bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like so I, I I would rather just I rather them just get it over with and bite the bullet. And we just don't know. We don't know. Like the NFL doesn't report. NFL NFL teams don't even know how it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? They don't know when the players are gonna be suspended. They can prepare all they want, but you just don't know. They have, like the NFL has like a new arbitration process that they're doing. It's, you know, so we don't know how it's gonna shake out, man. We have no clue how it's gonna shake out, and he's He's the most important player on the team. Like, I yeah. feel like I, 
I don't think that I don't I I think the like the percentage of him being the most important player of the team has been alleviated a little bit with Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave because now there's there's weapons of of some kind at the wide receiver position, but he was by far the most important position on the team last year. Um, I think the percentage of that pie, if there's a pie, um, has changed and maybe decreased, but I don't want to knock the importance of him if he doesn't play. Like, and here's the thing. It's like slim picket, like, in terms of, like, free agency, there's no free agent running backs out there you would want to no. sign. So it's really going to be, you know, you just, you know, maybe a surprise starter or someone gets cut in training camp, like you alluded to, that you were expecting to potentially make a team, didn't make a team, they get cut, and they sign, and they pick them up and just go that way. But it's, I'm just saying, it look, it's looking bleak right now. Um, you know, and even, even when he – is back on the team. I'm not sure Mike Mark Ingram can be the can be the running man, yeah. bro. Like I, I just mean, man, I, I don't know. He been broke down for a couple of years now, man. Like I love Mark. I love what he brings to the team. You know, in the locker room and stuff like that. But you know, he's on the tail end, bro. Like he is he's, he's broken down his knees, his legs, his ankle. Um, just not what it was. And you know, we look, we'll see Abram Smith, we'll see what he can do. We don't know. You know, and who knows? Like he might be Chris Ivory this preseason. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what can shake out. You know, a lot of those questions get answered. You know, I remember last year the question was cornerback. It was like, oh, what we're gonna do with cornerback outside of Letterman? And you know, uh Don't Vexy bro came up held it down, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that your cat? Yeah, she ran it. Okay, I, I thought it was I thought it was mine. I was like, like he's in he's in the bedroom. But <laughs> anytime I start talking on the podcast, she rolled up like, "You talking to me?" <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell. Um, that bitch bit me earlier. <laughs> you know, you I know, know it, man. Just, just like she was in that jungle mode, but like. You know, when they get behind something, it's just like... Oh, yep. I know exactly, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> just pop out. Just, ah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I always... So, obviously, your cat does it, too. I always tell my girl, like, when my cat... Like, when our cat does it, and after he calms down, I say... Now, we... You know, we see how we can deal with it and how he gets when... And he's a fucking... But like, he's almost... He's, like, a little over one. I said, can you imagine like a fucking cat in the wild, like getting? <laughs> I can't. I sent you that that Instagram reel of that big cat growling, bro. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me, and it was a video. Man, amazing creature. Anyway, thank you for asking our listeners for, for questions. And so you asked it on the discord, you asked it on Twitter. I'm just, I'm just going through our mentions on Twitter, bro. I'm just going to go through them. We're going to do a, a mailbag Q and a of questions. Let's go. Let's start. Tommy Reynolds, Tom Orland at Tom Orland 75 asks who's left tackle. Hashtag put him in the hearse, baby. Put him in the hearse. Set. Put him in the hearse. You ready? He is 
I want to I want to say two things. One, I thought James Hurst was going to be the starter, regardless of what they did at the tackle position. But two, if James Hurst can be serviceable at left tackle, I'm not even saying great. I'm saying serviceable to a decent starter at left tackle. And Kenny Pickett or Jermaine Johnson, like go both either one of them go on having great careers. And Trevor Pinion, Trevor Pinion, not not I'm just saying, bro. Like I one of the things, and, and this could be one of those things where it's like fan perception versus team perception. I didn't see left tackle it being as being such a huge need for the team because I was like, you know, James Hurst can be okay. Like, he's not awful. Um, So I thought that that position could have been addressed at a different time, but we're going to see. But I do, I think it's Hurst that's going to start at left tackle. Um, I don't, I know it's going to be a competition in camp. I don't think it's going to be relatively close. Um, And I mean, we said this even as soon as he was drafted, right? So, um, no. no That doesn't mean anything. Like, look, Teron Olsted didn't start. Correct. At the beginning of his rookie season, you know, especially for these these offensive linemen that come from like small oh, colleges, yeah. man. Like it's a it just takes time, bro. It's 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 tough, and these D linemen ain't no joke. Like it's none. It's tough, bro. Like you got to you got to learn like a you got to learn like a in, in the Saints you know scenario like oh. a complicated offense. In oh yeah, yeah Saints, like, okay. Saints offense is no joke, no joke. So, you know, him starting, like him not starting in the beginning of the season, all I can tell is like, oh, he's going to be a bust. It's just, you know, it could take time. You know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, we talked about it before when, you know, Toronto State had to come in and, you know, it wasn't good. Like, <laughs> Toronto State, it was, it was not good, but, you know, he became one of the one of the better left tackles in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we'll see with Trevor Penning, but, you know, you got Hurst, bro. Like Hurst has started at left tackle, you know, and played solid. You know, the the big question about the old line is just health. Like, just can they stick together? It was it's not, health. It's health. It's and, cohesion, and it's fifty one, which is one of which is the next the next question from Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Wayne at Wayne in the water. What the fuck is it going to take for DA to fucking get rid of Ruiz? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm just, I'm reading these questions just as they will sit there, bro. <laughs> um, I think it would take, and I know this sounds kind of morbid, bro, but it's going to take, like, a play where he does one of the patented Ruiz whiffs, um, and it leads to the quarterback getting injured, just like what happened against the 49ers. I think it's going to take like another one of those for him to like get benched. I just want to see, I'm not going to say I want to see it, but I, I kind of want to see in preseason he does one of those Ruiz whips and just James gets annihilated, but doesn't get hurt. Doesn't get hurt. He gets annihilated. And he gets up and he has those bug eyes like he had on Smith. Like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? <laughs> I just want to see that, bro. Because <laughs> DA, DA won't be able to hide from that shit, bro. Like, 
I, I like, bro, like, come on. I don't know who was starting this place. No idea. But come on, man. Like, come on. And look, maybe, look, maybe, maybe, he might surprise us. Might. Maybe, he might. Like, maybe all, all, he, all he needed was Doug Marone and different coaching, and he's going into year three. He's known he's not going to be center. You're going to be at right guard. You know, he is just average. I'll be fine. Like, if I see just average guard play, just average. King. This is this is this is where shit is. Can you be Pete? Be Pete. Just Pete, man. We're fine, bro. We're not hard to please. Just be Pete. Yeah, you gonna be on the ground every now and then or whatever, but just be Pete. That's it. That's it. I mean, bro, the the Andres Pete career arc is is an amazing thing. Like I think Ruiz was the best thing that happened to Pete. You know that my one of my favorite gifts of all time is that Russell Westbrook Griff when he eating on the on the sideline, he's looking around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brother, that's Andrews Pete. <laughs> Every time Maurice getting Maurice getting gunked, you're like, oh, this nigga getting fucked up now. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> they like keep sitting those. Keep sending the line that way. <laughs> no, 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 break it over. No, break it over. <laughs> um, Bob for marketing at Comply with B4, B E E4. What holes are left for the team to fill? You and Adam are GM. Who are you getting to fill these spots? I'll let I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you start. Well, that's kind of answered by one of our patrons, a boy Bunchy. Bunch, 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 bunch as Abram, uh, you know, Ebron, Ebron, Eric Ebron. He, I mean, he's out there. He out there like Eric Ebron or Jerry Cooks. I'm sorry, bring him back, bring him back, man. Like, like, come on, man. Like, I mean, I don't see a reason why that. I I do see a reason why that. Like, we know, even even see the deuce through a little. Just do that, do that man under the bus and backed it over multiple times, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said bring Eric Ebron. Like even Cam Jones, like what? what he brought himself free. Get up in there, man. Like, <laughs> he 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 would instantly become tight end tight end one. Um, so tight end. Uh, think Ebron would be a good signing. I know he may be washed, but fuck, like we can't be. Picky right now. I'm a, I've been just a, I mean, a body that can catch, man. Bro, that's it. That, me and you've been saying bring bring Jerry Cook back for the longest time. Um, I this is something I would do, and it would seem like it's not needed, but I am terrified of the current status of the edge position on the team, bro. Mm. Mark's Davenport. Peyton Turner, injuries galore, bro. Like that, like that should be the strength of the like the defensive line. Like strength of the right. defense is like they they could just send pass rushers and pass rushers and pass rushers. Cam Jordan, Tano, uh, Big Creep, Mark Davenport, Peyton Turner. You just rotate them. Everybody fresh, but because of the injuries and they are not like 
Oh, they got like a fucking sprain. They got like a oh. no, nah, like these are injuries, bro. Like Peyton Turner's been, and this is not me piling on Peyton Turner. These are just talking facts. Peyton Turner got injured like midway through the season or week five or six last last year, and he's been hurt since then. Like, 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 and so I'm calling up JPP. You know, call up JPP. And I say, hey. He's still out there? Yeah, he visited the Ravens a couple of weeks ago, but he's a free agent. Oh, man. Like, make that call. I'm saying, hey, you don't got no hand. We got a player that's amputated his pinky. Y'all can figure it out. The handshake, <laughs> something. It's rush the passer, man. Like that's what I would do because I think it. Now my my answer changes when training camp comes around if they're healthy. But like if training camp comes around, bro, they put they turn on pup, bro. We gonna have to have a conversation. That's gross. We gonna have to have a conversation. Um, let's go to the next question. Tyler at Saints fan seven six four. What situation are you more worried about on offense? Running back depth and AK suspension, the tight end position as a whole, or O line consistency? Ooh, I would, cool. It is. I, I go. I go running back. I go running yeah. back depth and AK suspension. Yeah, uh, yeah. we we we. I think. We like last year as bad as tight end was like tight end with drafting Chris Olave and signing Jarvis Landry. A great tight or decent tight end is more of a luxury, but like that AK suspension and running back depth. That's what I'm like. Literally, if AK plays the season, like that's the difference between a potential Super Bowl season or not. Like, that's I'm not saying I'm not saying like the Saints have like. High probability of make to the Super Bowl. They don't. But if he plays the whole season, they have a higher probability of making. If he doesn't play like six games, their probability of making almost nothing. Like they almost have no probability. I wouldn't None. say no probability, but it's extremely low. Low. If he doesn't play the whole season. You know what I'm saying? So, like, his suspension is huge. Huge, man. Huge, bro. Um, it, it, it can make a break the season. Uh, our dude EJ Ed at Bourbon and Beer said, Can you please tell these Twitter accounts to stop reminding us how many days till Saints football is back? <laughs> I'm trying to have a nice, peaceful football offseason. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> but I, like I said earlier, bro, at this point, like, <laughs> give me a Hall of Fame game. <laughs> Right. I'm ready. Ooh, in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame game. Um, Brock, our guy on Twitter, um, he's, he's great in the Discord. He asked this question that I feel like we can't we can't answer this right now in this episode. It would be a good episode for a future mm-hmm. pod, though. He asked, do y'all like having all Saints team draft? Each position, anybody in our history as they were when they played with us. So no guys like mm. Dirk Bird that were washed with us, but great elsewhere. Who's going 20-0 20 and, 20 and, and hosting the trophy? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good mid-July. Yes. Mid-July podcast, right? Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. 
we'll work on that. Um, at Super Menace Nine or N ninety, how happy are y'all that Cleveland saved the states from themselves? <laughs> Listen, I'm I am ecstatic that we get to continue to do this podcast and talk about the Saints. Um, but like every time something comes up with Watson and for anyone who's not, you know, up to date, the NFL was trying to suspend him indefinitely, bro, <laughs> not a year, not a season indefinitely. Um, every time something, you know, perks up, I read something came out. So, Someone is suing the Houston Texans. One of the victims is suing the Houston Texans now. And, like, in her statement, this man was, like, humping the table and, like, like ejaculating on the table. Like, damn. Bro, like, calm down, man. Like, <laughs> just the way you said it. Like, we, like, like, look, me and you are men. Like, we understand. Like, we, we do, bro. We, we do. We, we understand the thirst now, like. <laughs> but like, I've never been so thirst. Like, a, I'm not a power driven, like, sexual predator. But like, at no point in my life, I'm like, man, I'm so horny. I need to hump something and like, just get released that way. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it, it's one thing after another. Um, so every time something comes up, I'm reminded, I'm like, they really went like full court press after this too. Like, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, and it it, it makes me it, I get upset again, and I get like, oh, these this fucking team, um, and it still is like this little hanging like cloud hanging over all the things, the great things that they, they did in free agency because they started free agency with with that. Um, so on one hand. Yeah, Cleveland saved the Saints and, you know, the Falcons and whatever because they were the only team that was going to offer him a contract like that. But I'm still not, like, taking any any blame away from the Saints because they were the you're, ones you're who – giving them the side eyes. Side yeah, eyes. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what, what, are, what are your thoughts on it? No, oh, man, I, I'm thankful they saved the Saints. I, I'm glad to still be recording the podcast. I'm glad to still be able to, you know, be a Saints fan because, I mean, that that was that was not a good moment for this franchise, you know. And, um, you know, I give them the side eye just like you, you know, probably not to the, to that point, but, you know, I, I just look at them like, yo, they fell for it. You know what I'm saying? They fell yep. for it. Just that thirst, you know, just like you got that thirst. Yeah. had that thirst too, you know. They fell for it and they, they couldn't they couldn't just say nope. They couldn't do it. You know, sometimes and, you just gotta do that. You just gotta say nope. As enticing as it may be, sometimes you just gotta say nope. It's just, just take it off the board. And and we don't we don't know how Obviously, the suspension with the NFL is going to play in regards to Watson, but imagine as an organization, and I and I, I don't give two shits about the Browns. Like they brought this all upon themselves. But 
they gave up two, three first round picks for him. And like, imagine if he's suspended a year and a half. Like, just, just think. Like, it seems like the people just like they weren't thinking through this. Well, what you just, you just said it, bro? The thirst, like, what, what? We can get a quarterback. What? It's, what? Amazing, oh. it's amazing watching it, though. It's like, what, is nobody just thinking clearly on this? That's what I kept asking myself. Well, people's just at our necks in the in the Twitter and all that. It's like, why am I not, like? Why are you not seeing this clearly? You don't want this. I guarantee you, you don't want this. I can guarantee you, if that you were to ask them if they regret trading for Deshaun Watson, they unequivocally would all say yes. Yes. Like off the record, like they wouldn't tell you that on the record, but like, <laughs> fucking match. And again, he he was part of it, but like. Imagine Kevin Stefanski right now, bro, going into work every morning. <laughs> that's 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 on them. Um, this is <laughs> at Mister Tweet, your girl. Who will the Saints turn to with AK suspension looming? So I've already. Um, <laughs> how much y'all think he paid to avoid charges? Um, <laughs> I mean, he's still, I mean, his, his, his court dates are getting continued, so he's not avoiding any charges right now. There's no, that's, there's no type of settlement. Um, how big of a leap will Marshawn take now that he's able to focus on football and not blindside tackles from teammates? <laughs> Listen, Matt, I'll say this. Yes, sometimes he got some friendly fire from Marcus, but Marcus Williams also made his job a whole lot easier. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Man, my, my, my dude, he, he just was not a Marcus fan, bro. I <laughs> the girl. Yeah, Marcus, he was not a Marcus Williams fan, man. And I just don't understand it, bro. Like I get, I get it, I get it. He, had, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll say this though: if the Minnesota miracle never happened, would, would he have been a Mar- Marcus fan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he <laughs> had lumps in this game. He had lumps in this game. Don't get me wrong. He did some goofy things, but I think the last year that happened too, like he just solidified himself. Just good ass free safety, bro. Yep. He was just good, man. Like he was just good, man. Like I don't know why else you just could look at it, bro. Like the plan of free safety position, the pressure we put on that position, like you got to be 25 yards downfield and literally be the last line of defense. And he did it, man. Like, he did. At a high level, too, man. At a high level, bro. Um, who would Juice call out in the wide receiver room first? Traquan Smith. That's easy. If, if Traquan's on the team, easy. If Traquan's on the team, Traquan might not make it. He's gonna get that. What is you doing? <laughs> Traquan might not make it to the fifty-three bad roster. <laughs> you think he's gonna make it, bro? I, I don't. I, I'm just saying. I don't like it. If if I'm the Saints. And all this, if you, had, if you had to choose, like if you were to, you were DA and everybody, and it came down to Traquan and uh, um, Callaway. Callaway, he chose Callaway. It, it, it's not even. I don't even have to think about it very long. It's interesting. Yeah, e- easily, easily. Because at least with Callaway. As last season went along. Along, along in the season, there was growth from him as a player. Mm-hmm. Has Traquan grown in the four years mm-hmm. he's been in the league? 
It's hard to see. Just saying, bro. Like, you you could see some growth, and maybe Callaway had to grow because he was thrust in the role as a number one receiver, um, and he didn't have a choice but to get better as the season went along. But, like, you saw, like, legitimate growth in him as a player. Traycon been Traycon for four years, bro. Like, you know, yeah. and and ha- and then he probably, you know, you're going to miss four or five games a season. Nah, give me, at least Callaway's healthy. You know, he's, you know, he's healthy. I'll take Callaway in the same close. Um, Dustin Paul at Dustin Paul 82 asks, which record label would the Saints defense be? Cash money or no limit? Uh, Saints defense? Yes. I'm going to go with no limit. I'm gonna go with no limit because they deep. Mm. Because they deep. I was like, mm. I'm gonna catch money, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm gonna catch money, no limit, dude. But I always catch money in my heart. I'm gonna go with no limit because they just had a deep ass price. I mean, they, like ninety eight, bro. They put like thirty albums. It's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just feel like that, especially like in the secondary. I just feel like the Saints just got that deep. Just keep coming, coming. Another cornerback, another cornerback. <laughs> Jesus, these niggas don't stop. <laughs> um, that's that's a great, <laughs> that's a great analogy. Um, let let me go back to Twitter. I I get. Oh, Mike, he just spelled it name backwards. Um, at Easy Stunner, would y'all kick the tires on bringing back Latavius? Yes. <laughs> Of course. Uh, easily. Yes. Would Latavius want to come back? I don't know. I don't know, man. Especially especially how things um how things went and he got like unceremoniously cut. Yeah, not bad. Um Tommy Reynolds had another one. He had who's replacing the speedy linebacker Quan Alexander. He's not on he's not on the roster. That player does not exist. He won, baby. <laughs> there, yes, but he's also like different. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like the things that Pete or Pete Warner does well, he does really well. But the things that Quan did well, like that was specialized, he did really well. Like I, I would say, as of right now, like there isn't. I, I don't. I don't think there is being replaced. No, there is no Quan on the roster. No, I just. I, I don't. I don't think it is being replaced. Um, Renee at Renee 3K, which camp battles competitions will y'all be paying close attention to? Mm, For me, the number one camp battle, well, the number one camp battle should be Ruiz versus Brock Morton and Landon Young, but it's not going to be a camp battle. There, someone will probably say, oh, the, the most interesting camp battle would be Hurst versus Penny. No, it's not, it's not going to be a camp battle. The most interesting camp battle is going to be um, Alante Taylor versus mm. Paulson Adebo versus Bradley Roby. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. And, again, it's going to be fascinating, man, because if Alante Taylor has a good to great training camp, I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how it would work. It's a great problem to have, but he got to be on the field some type of way. 
He got to be. No, and he, if he's if he's playing well in the preseason, you know, on the outside, covering wide receivers, man, like, no face, we got to be looking over his shoulders, man. You know? Say it. Like, like just – and it's, it's, it's messed up because, like, also the Debo played great last year, like, as a rookie. It's a, he, yes. He, he took a lump or two, you know what I'm saying? Like, he gave up with a plays here and there. But, like, as a rookie, like, if if P. Rob had played, like, close to Debo his rookie year, we'd have been fucking ecstatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he played well, man. Like, he played really well. But, you know, just the length and ability that a lot of Taylor brings, a potentially brings. We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think he could beat out. He could beat out a uh, Debo, bro. He could beat out. He might, bro. He and might. That, that doesn't mean like a Debo's gonna be cut or nothing like that. It just means you got a deep roster of cornerbacks, man. Like that's a good problem to have. And, and as far as Roby, I think you know, with his salary and stuff like that, you can end up back on the trade block. You know. Yes. Yes. Real quick. Real quick. Um, and you should be able to get something too. Yeah, like you it might. Get, you I mean, get they, a third. No, like we gave up on, but you know, you give something, something. Fourth, I, I don't think if you get a fourth, maybe a fourth or a fifth, depending on the team, how badly they they um wanted one in the corner. <laughs> Our dude, uh, Mitch at TB underscore Diggy says, "I feel I feel nothing for the season for some reason. How do I get that spark back in my life?" Mitch, don't, don't, bro. <laughs> you've you've achieved, yeah, bliss. This is, this is good. Like this is not a bad problem. Not, not, not a bad problem at all. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna give you any tips because you don't need any. Just, just, en- just enjoy. Just be along for the ride. Once you, you know, you know when they talk about like mad, mad, or fucking what is it the. The, the pyramid of like hierarchy of I can't think of who it fucking is, but like the top is like self actualization and like people mm-hmm. hardly reach there, bro. When you stop fucking being emotional about sporting teams, bro, you reach that self actualization realization. Good. You reach it, bro. Just Mitch, enjoy it. Now, usually I will say that typically it kicks back in. Yeah. In training camp and especially like preseason, but if it doesn't, you're you're golden, golden. <laughs> Dean of Coach University at underscore that boy Slim, who is the the originator of the fur of the term two first. Why Jarvis had his white wife doing Nola accents? <laughs> 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 it probably was on Instagram, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Is she, is she from Louisiana? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Um, EC four at ECIV six twenty seven said, "Who's tied in one?" Oh. If healthy, Taysom Hill, but like, <laughs> man, got and that people people keep 
like bringing him up, like this man's probably he might play in October. This man's coming off a list freak. Let's freak injury. He's still making news, man. Like DA says something about him in his final presser and like aggregated news media was like, Taysom Hill, playmaker. Like, <laughs> like, bro, this dude coming off of this prank, bro. Like, <laughs> we'll see, man. Like, well, yeah, I mean, he's in his 30s. He is. So if he's tell if he was healthy, I would say Taysom Hill, but he's not healthy. So I think it's Adam Troutman by default. Oh. Um, finding Nemo, but we'll see. Um, at Mr. Tweet Your Girl again as who will Jace, who will Jameis' first big hit come at the hands of Peter Ruiz? Ruiz, easily, Absolutely. easily. Um, will two first earn his real name this season or continue to be a, be a draft compensation? Uh, we gave him his name back last yeah. last season. We gave his name back. And it's still back though. I don't. <laughs> so, 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 so we did, bro. I get his favorite cut, bro. Which is no, which is no, which is no fault of him, right? Um, it's just annoying, man. It is. It is. So anyway, he's earned his name back at least to more degree than than who first has. Um, at QC, not the label as would you like to see Eric Ebron sign to the team? Going to answer that, yes. Um, how uh, Ron Lewis at Ronzo South says, How much is fucking beer going to be this year? I don't know, beer is gross. Um, let's see. Uh, Benny going up. <laughs> my, my vice is. My advice, Ron, is to pregame before the fucking game. Be Henny, be Henny 504. We already hit the Demario extension. Next great Saints linebacker. Will it be drafted or free agency signing? They already drafted him last year in Pete Warner, which is a crazy turnaround, which how Ryan and I thought about him when he was drafted. Um, Straw Hat Indu at Chin. Oh my God, I can't read that, bro. I'm just going to read the question. Um, I know it was said the podcast might talk other things other than football. Uh, what's y'all's favorite video game of all time? Um, mine is Zelda, um, Ocarina of Time, N64. Well, I don't, Ryan is not a big gamer, but do you, do you have an answer for that? Oh, you know, I'm old school, baby. Old school, baby. Motor car, man. Sega Genesis. All day. Still, for the black Still, like that game was so revolutionary for its time. Like, I played that game so much. It's ridiculous. Did you know? I only found this out watching a YouTube video that in Mortal Kombat 2, there was literally something in the game where as you went higher in the pyramid the game got harder like almost an impossible level of difficulty and started doing things like the opposing player that you're fighting against the character was doing things like before you even made your move like mm. in the coding there's a whole hard bro yeah <laughs> It was in the fucking 
in the in the fucking coding. Okay, let's go. So they'll, so we're gonna go through our our Discord ones. If you could pick one position, group, player, not Jameis, to exceed expectations this year, who is it? That's a great question. That's from Brian. Ooh, man. Exceed expectations. Hmm? Exceed expectations. I'm going to say... Go, go ahead. I was going to go running back. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, his expectations are extremely low. You know, I'm saying outside of AK, like, Maybe it's just Abram Smith love. Like I, I'm, I'm just saying he's gonna have a quintessential, you know, Saints on UDFA rookie running back. Like, who is this guy? Thank you. I'm gonna go, and I, and I don't, I don't think the expect, like the expectations for him are trending up, but. Which is wild for me to say this. I'm gonna go Pete Warner, bro. Mm. I'm gonna go Pete Warner. I think that after the season ends, he may be looked at as one like one of the better off young off ball off ball linebackers in the league one of the years. So mm. I, that, I think he could have that type of season. Completely, completely have done a 180 on him as a player. And then Brian also asked another question too. He, who is the one player that worried you the most and can most negatively impact the team? Not worries, because <laughs> duh. Oh, I gotta think of him. Most negatively impact the team. That's a good one. Oh, Brian brings some heat. Mm. I'm going to go with James. Interesting. Mm. Not that I think he's going to fail. I really don't. But man, if he, like, it's possible that he just has a bad season. Like, it's, it is, not, man. Like, it's not like something that's out of the realm of possibilities. Like, he submitted to have three thirty touchdowns and you know eight interceptions. That's not submitted. What if he has a twenty-three touchdown and fourteen pick season? You know what I'm saying? Like it's possible. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen, but that's my word. Like it's it, we're really hoping a guy coming off his ACL who's on his second team. They had a rough out as starting quarterback comes in and be a starting, a above average starting quarterback for New Orleans Saints. Like I'm saying, we're putting a lot of hope in that. Yep. I'm just saying. And I'm, I am too. I'm putting a lot of hope in that. I'm a part of that, you know, team. But it, it, in the back of my mind, it does worry me a little bit. No, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, that it may not go well <laughs> with Jameis as starting quarterback at all. Um, I'm gonna say Peyton Turner, man. Um, and I, and I look at it in the sense of if he is not 
a factor on defense, whether it's injury or just not good, one of the two. Ooh, bust. Ooh, buddy. That, we, we talked about it in text messages, man. This train the first round picks the Saints done had. Oh, man. Got it. Look, he don't work out, boy. That's a that's a bad, it's a bad first round picks, bro. That it was was Davenport, Ruiz, then Peyton Turner. Whew. That and and that's and that and that's not me saying Davenport's a bad player, but you traded two first round picks to to get him, right. um, and overdrafted him, so. And again, so that is because for, and I've said this so many times on this podcast, for the defense to be like elite, like Peyton Turner needs to be good to great, as does Marcus Davenport. And if Peyton Turner is not healthy, he can't give you, like if, if he can't steal snaps away from Tano as a first round pick, bro, we got problems. We got problems. Um, Three, Brian again asked, what would be the funniest way for the season to go? Hmm. Funny. The funny is Saints start off one five, I mean five and them. AK, whole team together, Saints rolling. You know, Chris Olave coming alive. I mean, things cooking. And then AK gets a spin. Six games. And the Saints go 0 and 5. So they end up 5 and 5. AK come back. And, you know, they win like three more games. <laughs> like, that would just be like such a hilariously sad season. You know? <laughs> just a hilariously sad season. And then in the final two games, like, I, I'm not wishing this, but like, say James get, you know, ankle injury or something. And this red rifle season, baby. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. As you were talking, I was like, man, the funniest way the season would go is like, if Jameis went down and like Andy Dolphin was like 2015 Andy Dalton, bro. Bro, that'd be like, <laughs> and still missed the playoffs. <laughs> like he just out there just yards. slinging it, bro. Slinging it, man. <laughs> I'll never forget that Bengals game when they had against the Seahawks in Seattle, bro, that year. Yep, and yep, I remember. Andy Dalton put it on him, bro. Don't care with that thing, like, what's up? <laughs> Put it older, bro. Like that was like the one. Like they were announcing themselves to the league in that game. Was that was that the year they they went out and lost in that crazy Pittsburgh game with the Vontez mm-hmm. Burfick? Was that mm-hmm. that year? Intercepted the ball, ran it back, ran it up the fucking Oh, uh, that would be the funniest way for us. You know, just us go, you know, being that, you know, red rifle season. That that would be funny. Um, 
I'll ask one more. Confidence in DA putting on another massive class versus Tampa in week two. I'm talking about defense out there being dominant, meat swinging, absolutely come the fuck up in the dome. It's like pretty hot, bro. Like I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be a shutout, but I, I, I'm pretty hot, especially if they lose week one. Yes. If it, we play Atlanta week one, okay. Yes. If we lose that Atlanta week one, boy, they beat the shit out of Tampa Bay. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you that. I Man, hate that it works like that, but yeah. Lose to the Falcons with that roster, bro. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. So thank you guys for those questions. That was that was fun. Uh, we'll try to do a little more of these. Um, you know, especially with training camp coming around, we'll we'll do more of these. Wanting, you know, one of your thoughts on what's going on in training camp. Obviously, we again we just read reports and, and hear shit just like you guys do on Twitter regarding training camp. None of us are going to, like, I mean, are you going to be out? Are you going to go training camp, bro? Isn't it hot out? I, I want to. We'll see. But I want to make, like, when they do their, like, big, um, you know, black and gold. Ah, the black and gold scrimmage. Yeah, I'm going to try to make that, but if it's during the week, it's hard. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's just hard. You being in a different, obviously, we're both in different states. You're two hours away, but it's still it's hard, man. You know, with us having careers and stuff. But um, we wanted to just get on here, record a record an episode, um, get you know, give you guys more content. I know it's been a while. We did take a little vacation, have a little break, uh, but we're back. Um, we're hoping to get how how Hickle of uh, uh, industrial light and magic on here talk some star wars things even if we're not able to talk about like streaming shows on disney plus in terms of star wars we can still have great conversations um with how um we'll see hopefully we can get greg cosell on here we, we still got things coming um in terms of the pipeline uh for for interviews and stuff so be on the lookout for that Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're, if you are a fan, we all we ask, you know, please just retweet, um, retweet on Twitter, um, post it to your stories and Instagram. We put it on Instagram. Um, you know, if you're a Patreon, thank you so much. If you're not a Patreon, um, if you have the ability to become a Patreon, we understand if you can't. Expensive as shit. <laughs> the shit right now bro um you know living in this world with everything going on but um it does have tons of perks that we would like to share with you so please do that we're i want to rev up the get to 200 um patreons before the season i think we're about 30 ish 30 ish away or so but we gonna keep keep pushing keep no no we're not 30 ish away we're like 70 away yeah <laughs> um, but we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing um so with that we appreciate you thank you for all the questions it was great uh great to be on again and record um we'll be back next week with that we're out
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.